Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hey, welcome to this week's episode of the Pool Guys Show. Today I'm going to be talking about how to budget for your pool expenses. I'm going to go over some strategies that will help you save money and also to budget money for replacement costs of different equipments and parts for your pool. Today's podcast is brought to you by InyoPools.com. InyoPools has been helping pool owners find the right pool parts since 2001. With over 50,000 pool parts in stock, order online today and have your parts delivered right to your door. And this podcast is also brought to you by Riptide Pool Vacuum System. The Riptide is a powerful vacuum system that will take pick up large leaf debris from the bottom of a pool rapidly. If you service pools, this is a great tool to have in your arsenal to speed up your day. You can learn more about the Riptide Pool Vacuum System at www.riptidevac.com. So one of the things I run into out in the field is that when I need to have a customer replace a part or to fix something at their pool... A lot of the times I get the response that they don't have the resources at the moment to make the change of the equipment or to fix the problem. And this seems to be a common problem even with uh, individuals who don't have a pool service. So I'm going to go over some strategies to help you save some money on your pool costs and also how to budget for replacement. I'm going to give you an idea of how long uh, each part of your pool equipment should last and how to save up for that particular uh, piece of equipment for your pool. So one of the biggest costs of your pool is the pool pump itself. So if, you, if you're a new homeowner, you just moved into a house with a pool or had one constructed, and you have a regular single-speed pump, these are the old-style pumps, not the variable speed pump, if you have one of these installed at your pool, you're going to find that your electricity bill is going to go up anywhere from 40 to $80 or even more than that in the summertime as you're running the pool longer. So your standard single-speed pump is like having 20 100-watt light bulbs on in your house every hour as it's running. It'll use that much electricity every hour. So that's your biggest consumer of electricity probably for your house as an appliance is your pool pump. I think the second biggest is your air conditioner. It may be pretty close depending on how long you run your pump. So the best way to save money, of course, is to replace your single-speed pump with a variable-speed pump. And a lot of times I also see this where someone will install a variable speed pump and they'll run it at high speed all day long. And so the customer will say, well, I didn't save any money. I have, I, you know, I paid $1,300 to have this pump installed and my electricity bill is the same. So the benefit of the variable speed pump is only achievable if you run it at lower RPMs. So, for example, your standard single speed pump is going to run at 3,400 RPMs all day long. So with a variable speed pump, you can set it to run at a lower RPM. So if you're setting it to run at 1400 RPMs and you're running it 10 hours a day, each hour the variable speed pump is running at 1400 RPMs is like having 200 watt light bulbs on in your house. And so you go from 20 light bulbs down to 2 light bulbs. So you can see how that would save you money on your electricity bill. 
Here in California, in my area, we have Southern California Edison. So we're on a tiered system. So the more kilowatt hours you use per day adds up and you gradually will go up to a higher tier. I believe they just reworked it so there's only three tiers now. So with a standard pool pump, you're going to be in tier three every month. That means your overall electricity cost is going to go higher just for the fact that you've reached the threshold and they're billing you more per kilowatt hour for the power. So the variable speed pump is a great way to save money on your electricity bill and to lower the overall cost of running your pool. And I think when it comes time to replace your standard pump, or if you have the money to invest in replacing it now before your standard pump actually burns out, that's probably the best thing to do to lower your cost of your uh, running your pool every every week and every month. So variable speed pump would be the first thing I suggest to save money on your overall pool cost. So let me run down a list of your pool equipment and how long it should last you and the replacement uh, sinking fund that I think that you should use as a budgeting tool. So if you never budgeted before, one of the things that um, you need to do is to budget for expenses that are going to happen in the future or may happen. And what I do with that is I have a sinking fund um, for everything in my budget. I use the Dave Ramsey system and you can go to his website DaveRamsey.com and there's budgeting tools there for you. I highly recommend going through his program Financial Peace University and becoming debt free is the best way to manage your household with no debt. So part of the budgeting for instance for me is I'll do a monthly sinking fund for my auto insurance. So every month I'll put $100 away and when my bill comes in June, I pay the whole $1,200. And the same thing with, you know, even Christmas, I'll put, you know, $50 away every month so that at Christmas time I'll have $600 to spend uh, for Christmas gifts or you can spend more if you want also. So you get the idea of the sinking fund. You put a small amount away every month so when December comes along, I'll have $600 for Christmas. So the same concept applies to your pool equipment. So it's a good idea to put a certain amount of money away every month for the replacement cost of a certain part for your pool. So for instance, your pool motor, if you have a standard speed pump, the pool motors are not made the way they used to be made. So you may get four years out of a pool motor, maybe five if you're lucky. So figure that you're going to be replacing your pool motor every four or five years. And so the cost of installation for a replacement pool motor would be about at $400. And so you put $100 away every year towards that. So that in four or five years, you're going to have enough money just to put it out and put a new pool motor in when that burns out. One of the good things about the variable speed pump is that the motors are very long-lasting. Since you're not running it at full speed all the time, the motor will last a very long time. In fact, I have a lot of variable speed pump motors on my route that are over 10 years old. So that gives you some idea of the benefit of switching over to variable speed pump. And so if you have a variable speed pump, you could eliminate the sinking fund for the motor, uh, basically, or lower it down to a lower amount because it's going to last a lot longer. The pump itself, I would say, would last anywhere from 10 to 12 years before you have to think about replacing the entire pump. And that pump comes with the motor also. So... So I would recommend with that particular fund to start saving for a variable speed pump. And I think most of them, you can get a good one for under $900 now. So, so I would put away $80 per year towards a new pump. When that time comes, you'll just be able to buy the new pump outright. Your filter, the filter tank in most cases, if you have a larger filter, 
should last you a good 12 to 15 years. So the tanks are made really well. Most are fiberglass, so they're very long-lasting. But they will uh, wear out and crack over time and get old. And the parts will get old on them also. So figure, you know, 12 to 15 years to you replace your filter. So I would put $70 away every month for a new filter tank for the larger filters. If you have a smaller a single cartridge filter, they're not quite that expensive. So you could probably put $30 away every month towards that. And then the filter elements themselves, if you have a cartridge filter, figure you're going to be changing the cartridges. In a larger cartridge filter, I'm talking 300 square feet or more, this is a filter with four large cartridges in them. You figure they're going to last three or four years before we replace those. And the replacement cost of those are around $200 or $250. If you have a D filter, figure to replace all eight grids every five years or so. So in that case, the grids are about $300 to replace all five, eight of them. So put away money for that also. So I would say $60 a month would be good for the larger cartridge filter or the DE filter. If you have a smaller cartridge filter, you don't need to worry about putting money away for that. You're going to be buying a new cartridge every year. So you would just purchase the cartridge every year for the smaller cartridge filter. If you have a sand filter, you could put a sinking fund in to replace the sand filter or replace the sand. So I would be putting $60 towards the sand filter also for the sand replacement or to replace the filter in the future. Now your pool heater, you should get about 8 to 10 years out of it depending on how often you use the pool heater. So I would, pool heater is probably your most expensive piece of equipment on your pool pad. And I would put $250 every year away towards a new replacement pool heater. That fund will also help with repairs because the parts for the heater are very expensive also. So if you have any major part repairs, you'll have the money to do that also for your pool heater. So definitely stock money away for a new pool heater or also towards the repair of the heater. And one note about your pool heater, I would suggest using it sparingly to heat the pool. One of the things that a new pool owner discovers is that they'll heat their pool in the summertime to 85 degrees all summer long. And then come the end of the month, they'll get their bill from the gas company and it'll be $600 or $800. And they realize that heating the pool is very expensive so you can use the heater to heat the pool on occasion when you're having a party I heat my pool a few times every summer and my gas bill is about $150 just from using it um, sporadically through the summer if you have a attached spa the heater is not going to be that expensive figure about $8 every time you go to use your spa to heat it up it's a very small body of water and the heater is not running constantly once it gets to 100 degrees it'll turn off and then turn back on when needed so to heat up your spa is not that expensive. So many people have a salt water generator or salt system for their pool. So you want to figure that your salt cell will last anywhere from three to five years. And I would put away about $150 every year towards a new salt cell. That way you can replace it when it breaks down or ages out. And most salt cells have a 10,000 hour usage um, rated rating. So they'll last for 10,000 hours. One way to save money on your salt cell is to get a larger cell for your pool. So if you have a um, 15,000 gallon pool, you want to get a salt cell rated for a 30,000, 25 or 30,000 gallon pool. And that, and run it at 50%, and that'll give you 20,000 hours of use. And the same thing goes for if you have a 10,000 gallon pool, and you get a 40,000 gallon salt cell, you run it at 25%. And you're going to get 40,000 hours of usage out of it. So 
always go for a larger salt cell. If you have a 20,000 gallon pool, I would not recommend getting a salt cell rated for 20,000 gallons because um, you're going to have to use up that, you run it at 100% and use up the cell in 10,000 hours. So those are little tips there. Um, the new salt systems from Jandy and Pentair, they use a smaller salt cell, so and it's also really inexpensive. So you can run those at 100%, and it'll still be economical because of the price of the replacement cell. So you can compute all this when you're looking for a salt water system or replacement cell. I always go with the larger cell and run it at a less percentage. That way the cell lifespan will be a lot longer. But in general, a salt cell will last four or five years, and then you have to replace it. As far as the whole salt system, the controller, and the power unit, figure you're going to replace that every 12 to 15 years. They're pretty long-lasting and durable, so save up about $60 a year towards a completely new salt system. And there are a lot of inexpensive salt water systems out there, $800 or less. So it's not going to be a huge um, budget breaker to replace your salt system, but save for that also in the future so that when it becomes time to replace the salt system you'll have the money available for that so if you're budgeting for with all that equipment including the salt system you want to put about seven hundred and fifty dollars away every year towards your sinking fund for your pool equipment replacement costs for the different uh, aspects of that if you don't have a salt water system you can put uh, about five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars away every every year towards replacing the equipment and that's kind of how you want to do it. That way when the uh, motor burns out, you're not scrambling to get the money for that. You already have it in a separate account uh, designated for your pool equipment. So that's a little tip for you in how to budget for your pool and kind of how long the equipment's going to last on there. And you can, you can get a lot more life out of your equipment in some cases. In some cases, you can get a lot less life depending on uh, where your pool's at, how often it's running and all those factors but this is generally the lifespan of the equipment that I see on my pool route so I hope that gives you a better idea of the replacement cost for everything that you're, that's in your equipment pad so once your pool equipment fund is fully funded I would say four or five thousand dollars would be a good amount then you can stop putting money into it until you actually need to use it now as far as saving to replaster the pool or resurface it or if you have or to remodel the pool that would be a separate fund entirely that would go under a home improvement fund and you definitely want to put money in that also because your pool plaster if you just get a brand new pool done figure it's going to last about 10 to 15 years before you have to replaster it and depending on your pool size you can get it replastered from anywhere from in your area too depends on your area um, from 4,000 to upwards of 12,000 depending on how big the pool is and what area what kind of plaster you're going to use and for the Pebble Tech, it's a lot more expensive to get your pool remodeled with Pebble Tech. So if you're thinking about remodeling your pool in a few years, definitely um, start a fund for that. But generally speaking, you're not, you're not saving every year towards remodeling your pool. That's kind of a once in every 12 to 15 year thing that happens. And that would be a totally different fund. And if you take care of your pool, you could probably get a good 20 years out of your plaster. So it's not... Uh, uncommon for pools to have plaster that are 20 plus years old it's just a matter of how often you um, how you care for the pool the chemistry and the balancing of the water and of course how well the initial plaster job was done Pebble Tech is another story um, Pebble Tech is pretty much indestructible with Pebble Sheen Pebble Tech so if you get one of those installed 
Uh, I have I have several on my pool route that are, I would say, at least 20 plus years old, and the Pebble Tech looks brand new. It has some calcium deposits and maybe some discoloration, but the Pebble Tech will last a really really long time. You have a vinyl pool. Figure you're going to get a new liner every six to eight years, and that's going to run you a couple thousand dollars to have someone install a new liner, depending on the size of the pool, of course. Um, but smaller above ground pools, of course, the liner is a lot cheaper. The larger in ground vinyl pools are going to be in the higher price range. So, all those are expenses that go with the pool. And I guess you can tell from this podcast that having a pool is not cheap, it's going to really um, make your expenses go up in every aspect having to save money for equipment and also a higher electric bill. And as far as your water bill, it's definitely going to go a little higher with the pool, but it won't be any more higher than if the uh, pool area was grass, basically, and you're watering it every week. So, you know, to fill the pool up does not really use that much water, and it's kind of a myth that you're going to use a lot more water with the pool. You really don't. Um, If you have a pool, you know that you're adding water maybe once a week in the summer and it's not a huge amount of water that you're adding, maybe about an inch around the whole uh, circumference of the pool. So the water is going to go up, of course, a little bit, but not significantly, not as much as the electricity bill will go up uh, by having a pool installed or purchasing a house with a pool. And the last thing I want to touch on is an automatic cleaner for your pool. I would consider an automatic cleaner an essential part of your pool. It'll help keep it clean all week long. So if you're on a really tight budget, the uh, best... The best cleaner for you is a suction side cleaner. This is one that connects directly to your skimmer or a side vacuum port of your pool. And you can get a really affordable suction side cleaner for about $150. The Zodiac Ranger or the Zodiac Wahoo fit in that category. I think the Ranger is a little bit better. It's about $150. I would stay away from those $99 or $90 bargain cleaners that you see on Amazon. They don't really work well. Um, but if you are looking for the bargain cleaner, the Zodiac Ranger is $150. It comes with really high-quality hoses and parts. Uh, that would be a good choice for you. If you really want to invest in a good suction side cleaner, I definitely would recommend the Hayward Pool Cleaner or the Hayward Aquanaut. Same cleaner, and it's a really good suction side cleaner. If you have a booster pump connected to your pool for a pressure cleaner, I definitely would recommend the Polaris 280. It's the longest lasting, probably the longest pressure cleaner on the market, but it's also the longest lasting version of the Polaris, and I definitely would recommend the Polaris 280. It's a great investment for your pressure side. And as far as robotic pool cleaners, there's a lot of different choices out there, and they have robotic pool cleaners starting at $300, going up all the way to $1,500 or $1,800. So depending on your budget, if you can afford a robotic pool cleaner, I think they are the best um, cleaner for your pool. I use one in my pool, and I've been selling them to my customers. I think they're the most efficient, most energy efficient, and they clean the pool the best. And they're convenient. You just drop it in there. There's no hoses during the week. Drop it in the pool, plug it in, and it leaves your pool spotless in a couple hours. So those are the choices for automatic cleaners, which are definitely essential uh, for your pool to help keep it clean all week. So if you're a homeowner taking care of your own pool, you can find some more resources on my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. I also have an ebook there available for $9.99. This ebook contains helpful articles to help you care for your pool, along with video links to various videos on my YouTube channel to help you also 
uh, take care of your pool, cleaning your filter, changing your pump, all these things are in the ebook with video link. So definitely check that out at my website, swimmingpoollearning.com. And if you're in the pool service industry and you service pools for a living, you get one-on-one help through my coaching site. If you sign up for $10 a month, you can text me in real time. And for $20 a month, you can text and call me. You'll also be invited to the Group Me app, which is a group text thread that I have going with about 40 different pool guys in there. And they're texting problems and solutions back and forth all day long. I think I get about, they post about 80 posts in there every day. So it's a really, it's just a great resource for anyone in the industry that needs more help with their pool route. You'll also get a copy of my ebook. You'll get 10%, a 10% discount for your general liability insurance through SPPA. And you'll get a 10% discount for the Riptide Pool Vacuum System. So I hope you found this podcast helpful. Have a great rest of your day. And God bless. Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.